0: So let's get into our thinking point for today. And it's really about concerns in the mining sector, looking at the impact of the lockdown, but also the vaccination program. Philip Vilakazi is the Deputy President of the National Union of Mine Workers. He joins us now. Mr. Vilakazi good morning to you. Thanks for your time today.
1: Thank you very much, Ketim and your viewers at home i'm fine and
0: how are you i'm Uh, I'm well thank you firstly let's talk about the concerns that you as a union have about the impact of the lockdown looking at situation looking at the situation now we are on alert level one quite relaxed restrictions what about the current state of affairs is having a negative impact on the mining industry
1: Thank you very much, Katie. I think let let us first uh, accept and welcome the address by the state president for keeping the country at uh, at level one, because had it be the case that the country is is taken maybe to level two, three with the hard restrictions, we were going to be very much in trouble because across the value chain of the mining operation there are there are human beings who are also benefiting in terms of the household income and uh, the revenue of the economy that it is very limping but uh, ever since this announcement we we very much uh, 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 at peace, but what is even concerning, out of what uh, seems to be travelling, even the president of the, the republic, is this issue of, of 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 travel bans. You need to understand, as a union, we are representing almost the entire continent. Because in the mining space, in particular, that's where we are diverse. We have people across the continent, and uh, if there are there are, should it be that there are those hard restrictions? will definitely be faced with a, a hard situation. And with this question that you are asking as well to to this issue of uh, vaccine, I think you have heard the president. We have a straight mandate from our members that constitutionally there is no proviso that people must be forced to vaccinate. But we have a situation where other mining companies have already started to seem like trying to make a vaccination a condition of employment. We want to be very clear here to say to those companies they should stop because when we had a meeting with the Mineral Council as organized labor, we made it very clear that members of the Mineral Council, whether there is a rule or not, we must respect the constitution of South Africa that has not made a provision in terms of making vaccine mandatory,
0: are we look not looking at a situation where um, vaccine mandates effectively are going to be the inevitable path that the government is on, and that policy direction in this country is going to be taking, especially? When we listen to what the president said last night about strengthening the negotiations that have been taking place at NADLEC and through other um, through other platforms, and that it seems to be that's where things are headed.
1: If 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 one can be uh, into that space, there are two things that needs to be taken care of. One is the existence of the occupational. Uh, Health Act and the Mind Health and Safety Act there is a provision in the act that talks to fitness of an employee, both acts now just to make a bit of a attraction if the president says there is a task team in place to deal with this complex issue of vaccine to be mandated. That one is very clear. The complex is as a result of the existing act that regulates what needs to happen in the Occupational Health and the Mind Health and Safety Act. It will be out of that particular team to ensure that the inner greetings that they will present will then be something that will be looked at. But for now, without ambiguity we do not agree that employers must explore or put employees under pressure to say they must vaccinate because it's mandatory it's not the case as yet
0: all right and mr mr vilakazi i'm going to ask you to stay on the line it's 9:30 let me take zoleka qodashe who's standing by with the latest news headlines and then we'll continue with mr vilakazi and then i'll also take your calls on 011 714 2006 SAFM 104
1: to 107 nationwide.
0: We continue the conversation with Philip Villagazi. It's our thinking point this morning, Deputy President of the National Union of Mine Workers. They say they have various concerns as the mining sector about um, where we are in terms of the lockdowns, but also the vaccination campaign. So, Mr. Villagazi, you talk about mining companies that are moving towards a policy where workers have to be vaccinated what is the worst-case scenario with vaccine mandates? So what is the worst-case scenario where workers, let's say, are mandated to take vaccines?
1: The worst-case scenario, Katie, let me just give two scenarios that we have gone through. When TB was not fashionable, mining industry was severely affected. There were campaigns using the, the leadership of the workers, starting from the safety reps. Finally, people were mentally orientated to understand that they must take precautionary measures. Secondly, it was this thing of HIV and AIDS, which left people with this issue of stigma. Through thorough engagement of organized labor and employers at the time of Chamber of Mines, the now mineral cancer. What we dislike is this issue of mine bosses to be bossing. This is life. It is going to be guided by the task team results. As the president made it very clear yesterday, that the National Corona Command Council agreed to establish a task team to work on How can they find a space to make vaccine mandatory? That how part is what we are going to deal with. The second issue that it needs to be taken care of. The complex of this thing is a new thing, but we are talking from experience in terms of how did HIV-AIDS and TB get treated in the mind. To be specific, VCT in terms of HIV and AIDS, there were outlined reasons to say there are underlying factors. HIV and AIDS themselves are not killers. The only thing is for people to note their status so that they can take pre- uh, preventative measures. There are preventative measures now, which is social distancing and wearing of masks and sanitization or sanitizing. The additional output of the task team is what we look into. All we don't want is
0: to frustrate the dying economy. So, Mr. Vilakazi, how does having vaccine mandates, which really at the end of the day, um, we have a lot of science that shows the extent to which people's lives have been saved by having been vaccinated, right? And this is in terms of the severity of disease that one does go through should they contract COVID-19. How does that impede on the mining sector being able to do what it needs to do. Why would you fundamentally be against something that at the heart of it is about saving as many lives as possible?
1: Katie, um, we are dealing with a psychological setup here. Mm. Mine workers are not rigid. The only thing that makes them to look like rigid is the approach that is used by employers. Mine workers are no more what they thought they were before. Because without me talking the language, that will disturb the public. Because some of the languages in the mine industry are not gazetted. But there was this understanding that everything you say in the mine, it goes. It's not the case today. We have got health and safety council. We have got health and safety reps. Health and safety is a psychological issue. You must say to the people, the following are preventative measures. In doing this, this is what is recommended. We must consult. We must communicate. We are not saying they mustn't vaccinate. Mm. We are saying it is not mandatory now until we are told if it is mandatory, what needs to happen first?
0: So, Mr. Vilakazi, as a union, then I hear you on the communication from the side of 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 the mining bosses, etc., and how uh, you know workers may not be happy with how the messaging is being communicated. But what are you, as a union, encouraging your members to do?
1: As a union, responsible trade union is to say, safety first. If the recommendations will come and say we need to do the following to save the lives of the employees. Of course, we'll be part of the campaign to say, comrades, men and women.
0: But what does safety first mean right now? What, what are you saying it, to to your members right now about the vaccine?
1: Remember, like it is said, that it is complex.
0: No, I'm Mr. Vilakazi. <laughs> it's not complex. I want to know what you as a union are telling your members about the vaccine right now.
1: The campaign is very clear, Katie, to say there is a scientific proof that if you are vaccinated, you stand a chance for your immune system to, to, to save your life against this pandemic. You must understand the mining industry in particular, it has been the The sector that was 50% and during level three, it went to 100% operation. We had few cases here and there. That's why we are saying if the mine process can give us an opportunity to allow a process that is talking from a science perspective, not a, 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 a view that comes from profit margin, this will be wrong. You must understand we don't want to politicize human lives. we want to politicize processes to sa- to, to to save human lives.
0: but but that partly sounds like exactly what is happening because if you were to leave the mind bosses out of the conversation and encourage your members to vaccinate because you genuinely believe that it is in the interest of saving their lives then the issue of ma- vaccine mandates doesn't even arise it doesn't even arise it
1: does, Kadi. Maybe, maybe. Let me not let me not say you commonly understand the diversity of our industry. We we are leading people from all walks of the continent, and people have got their own beliefs. When you deal with the psychological part of what a person believes into, it's different to if you are giving an instruction in your own house. That's why it's important to sit down with this uh, 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 comrade and say to them, irrespective of one, two and three, the following is what is recommended. I'm saying this because a, a sizable number of employees have already vaccinated. It's not it's not to say literally in the sector employees are saying we don't want to vaccinate. The only thing is the persuasion and giving motivation, but we we find it difficult to do this, While employers have already put us at a guillotine space to say, you vaccinate all. You see, that one is what makes us to find it very difficult.
0: All right. Mr. Vilakazi, we're going to have to leave it there for this morning. Uh, Philip Vilakazi is the deputy president of the National Union of Mine Workers. Uh, So that's the view that they have on, you know, their workers. And of course, yeah, on the one hand, they're saying, well, we do encourage our members to get vaccinated.